Welcome to Veronica's Real Estate Tips. This time I'll be discussing everything that buyers should factor into their budget. Other than the purchase price itself, there are other recurring and one-time costs that you should factor in. First up are closing costs. Both the buyer and the seller have to pay some closing costs. The seller pays for HOA document transfer fee and city and county transfer taxes along with the realtor commission, both sides, while the buyer pays for title fee and escrow fee, which are about 0.225% of the sale price each. If you, as the buyer, are paying to have inspections done on the home, you may end up footing the bill of the inspections, which can be around $1,000, more or less, depending on the size of the property and where it's located. Or if you're in a buyer's market, you can potentially make the seller pay for your inspection reports as a condition of sale. All right, I mentioned the one-time costs that occur at the point of sale, and now I'll discuss the future costs and recurring costs you may deal with. One of the future costs is any repair items that have to be done after you buy the house, either urgently or not. And the cost of repairs varies greatly depending if the home is structurally sound and is just a cosmetic fixer, like needs some new paint, some new cabinets, or if the home has big time problems such as unsteady foundation and an old roof. I know that a roof repair costs around 25K higher for larger homes, while repouring the foundation costs in the hundreds of thousands because it is a very big job, essentially the biggest job in building a home. If you're using a loan to buy the home, which most people are, even people who are well off because using a loan allows them to write off their interest as expenses, you would be dealing with paying monthly PITI, which stands for Principal, Interest, Taxes, and Insurance. If you have a great lender, they may be able to bundle up PITI all-in-one expense that you pay every month, or you may have to pay property taxes separately. Your lender should provide you with the PITI amount before you buy the house so you know exactly what you will be paying. And the amount varies greatly, of course, depending on your type of loan and uh, type of home. But currently, as of August 20th, 2021, mortgage rates are still hovering under 3%, which is very favorable for home buyers. Property taxes vary on the city and county you live in. In California, they hover around 1% of the property value. Another ongoing cost of owning a home is the maintenance, which can be anywhere from $1,000 per year to tens of thousands of dollars per year, depending on what kind of property you have. Say if you have a 900 square foot condo that doesn't have a yard, doesn't have AC, then your maintenance expenses which will, will be very low, especially if you don't even have a washer and dryer in the unit. But if you have a 10,000 square foot mansion with a big pool and a big yard, your expenses will reflect the value of the home. So don't buy a house you won't be able to afford to maintain in the near future unless it's part of your investment strategy and you're trying to profit from flipping the house and selling it for a profit, which is very risky by the way. Another recurring cost is the HOA fee, which varies if you live in a homeowners association community, your HOA fee can be anywhere from $200 a month to $2,000 a month, depending on the community and the amenities. 
Many people want to have a gym and a pool, but those are precisely the kinds of things that hike up the HOA fee by hundreds of dollars a month. And that's the case for California. In other places, I know in Florida, I have a friend who lived in a community with a pool and a gym, and she was only paying like 250 bucks a month for that. Unfortunately, that's not possible anywhere that I know of in California. Maybe you know somewhere that is possible. But in my experience in San Francisco, places that have a pool and the gym charge almost $1,000 per month. Here is a pro tip which relates to the costs of home ownership. Prior to buying a home, look into BMRs or below market rate units, which are usually condominiums in the city that you can buy for half the price if you meet the city's eligibility criteria. And I'm talking about San Francisco, but other cities may have a similar program when they offer below market rate units. I know that some of the new developments on Treasure Island will have those. And I know for San Francisco, some of the criteria you must meet is being a first-time homebuyer and making uh, under a certain amount of annual income. Recently, I helped a buyer buy a condo in downtown San Francisco for under 300k, which is normally unheard of. You know, normally they'd be buying that for 650k, but because they qualified for the BMR program, they got a deal of a lifetime. Some things I want to mention because I realize after listening to all these costs of home ownership, some of you may be feeling a bit turned off from buying a house. Well, I can assure you that it's still a great decision because you'd be paying all those expenses to the landlord. And why pay someone else when you can invest in your own asset that you can then later sell and potentially make money on? I mean, you can do all kinds of things with a house, especially if you have multiple rooms. You know, I, I know of a, an acquaintance in Tahoe who has a cabin with five bedrooms and they're renting all of them out for a thousand dollars a month so they're getting five thousand bucks a month because they're renting out every single room in this cabin and they're really making a lot of money on their investment Thank you for listening to Veronica's Real Estate Tips. I hope now you know what to expect, what kind of cost to pay after you buy that home.